Good morning, Christ Center. It's Saturday, October 14th, and we are in our fifth week of reading through and meditating on the book of John. So, as always, let's take a moment to quiet ourselves before the Lord and ask the Holy Spirit to join us. This is Carly Davis. Today's reading comes from John chapter 6, verses 60 to 71. When many of his disciples heard it, they said, This is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? But Jesus, knowing in himself that his disciples were grumbling about this, said to them, Do you take offense at this? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who those were who did not believe and who it was who would betray him. And he said, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by the Father. After this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus said to the twelve, Do you want to go away as well? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Jesus answered them, Did I not choose you, the twelve? And yet one of you is a devil. He spoke of Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, for he, one of the twelve, was going to betray him. It's a fascinating thing to watch the ups and downs of these disciples as they follow Jesus. At the beginning of this chapter, they watched him perform two staggering miracles. First, he fed 5,000 people with five loaves and two fishes. And then later that night, they saw him walking on the water. Those must have been exhilarating moments. And now, in this passage, the crowds have not only died down, they're actually leaving. The teachings of Jesus are just too hard for these people to embrace, and these weren't casual Jesus fans either. John called them disciples. Granted, not the twelve, but the the larger crowd who had been walking with Jesus and hearing his teachings for quite a while. So, Jesus turns to the twelve, who are some of the only ones still standing there with him, and he says, basically, what about you, Peter? What about you, John? Nathaniel? James? Are you leaving too? And Peter, who's clearly saddened by all that's going on, gives a subdued and totally uncharacteristic answer. He says, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. There's no gusto in that answer. There's there's no excitement. Just a weathered determination that says, I may be tired, but I got nowhere else to go. I can relate so much to this moment. Sometimes my faith is strong. Sometimes I feel like I'm on a mountaintop and all the reasons for following Christ are so tangible and convincing. But then other times people I know walk away from their faith or something happens with my children or I find out that a loved one just received an awful diagnosis. And in moments like that, I confess, I. I don't feel full of faith. 
I can't tell Jesus, I'm never leaving you because everything is so beautiful and life with you is perfect and I'm so excited to follow you. That would be a lie. Instead, I find myself falling back on the words of Peter, Lord, I got nowhere else to go. You have the words of eternal life and that's all I've got today. But here's the thing. Jesus accepts even that answer. He embraces us, not in the place we wish we were in, but in the place we actually find ourselves. In fact, I rather think he likes it when we admit that we feel weak or that we have doubt or that we're having trouble remembering why we are here in the first place. Those admissions, friends, in my experience, bring us closer to him. They help us to hold on. Because here's the thing, even if today is a where else can I go kind of day, there will be better days. So if you're on a mountaintop today, savor it and thank God for it. And if your faith feels flimsy and weak, lean into the one with the words of eternal life and hold on to him. And remember, friends, even we who are poor in spirit are blessed. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for accepting us even in our weakness. Thank you for giving us eternal promise. Thank you for giving us the eternal promise of your presence, the words of eternal life. May we cling to them today, even as we cling to you. Amen.